This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Hello, my loves. Hello, my loves. And welcome to another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. I'm going to tell you something, Daddy. Every time you chuckle, it makes me want to do it more. I don't mind. You okay. do, it as, do it to your heart's content. Uh, but, uh, but, it, it makes me chuckle. I just love to hear your glee. But doesn't, okay, so for those of you that are going to be listening to this show, when I say, hello, my loves, hello, doesn't it bring joy to you? Well, glee is a form of happiness, my love, and I'm saying it makes me happy. I become gleeful hearing how excited you are about your opening. No, Daddy, I was saying to the people that's listening, when they hear me do it, I know you like it. That's why I do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's going on, my babies? Okay, so really, really um, excited about this show, as we are all the other shows. What? But this, the, the show today is, and I think that a lot of us could take something away from it and add some things to it. And the show is titled, What, Daddy? Right. Why do we grandstand, or why do people grandstand, and say things that aren't true? Why do people grandstand and say things that are not true? Now, that's okay. So there are some people, right, that like to exaggerate a story a little bit, right? There are some people that like to tell a story and they throw a little bit of spice in it because they just want to give it a little huh huh. Okay, I can deal with that. Then you have people, right, that will tell a story half of the truth and then they'll build up the other half, mm -hmm. right? And then you have people that will start off with a lie uh -oh. and will finish with a lie. Both. Both. Are you that person? Are you a person that will not tell the truth because you're trying to grandstand? Mr. Nashville Talk said attention seekers. Oh, that's our baby. That's Larry from Nashville. Hey, Larry. We're talking about it today, y'all. Do you uh, grandstand? And... Say things that are not true. Come on. How do we get to this topic today, Daddy? I was going to ask you the question, but since you asked me, <laughs> because sometimes things are just, I don't want to say delicious, but you want to you wanna let that person say it, but then you don't. You know what I mean? It's almost like how we came upon it mm. was a couple ways. Obviously, social media, we were listening to uh, an, an interview yes. that was played for us as it pertained to 
um, our podcast and speaking in reference to Kevin Hart when we were talking about cheating and the power of a pussy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I want to say it French. And I appreciate it. A pussy. A wee wee. So <laughs> after hearing that, there were uh, the lovely Wanda Smith from the Ryan Cameron morning show. Right. And he were having dialogue in, re- in that regard, and they said something, or something was said that we were like, wait a minute. That, wa- that was inaccurate. Mm-hmm. And it led to other things that we had seen that were inaccurate and up on other fronts, and it just brought that to our mindset. So today we have to do a show in reference to do you say things that are not true to grandstand because we all know that a lie can become the truth. We all know that people can tell a lie on you, and if you have no way of defending that lie or saying anything, then it becomes the truth. And this is something that I said, you know, this isn't true, and we got to just deal with it. Because oftentimes people will tell a lie and it's never dealt with. But uh, would you mind just pushing play and playing this clip for us, please? So <laughs> Monique and Sydney have a, a podcast right. that they do every week, you know, and Monique and Sydney's open marriage. Mm-hmm. And so a, a lot of people will be very interested to hear what they had to say because mm-hmm. the whole open marriage thing is kind of what got a lot of conversations started. Right. But of course, we know that uh, Monique has a very close relationship yeah, with Kevin does. Hart. She does have a very good relationship with Kevin. Um, actually, you know, I, I remember being at her home and Kevin was there at this big party a couple years ago. So he had a lot of love for Monique. So I'm sure she had nothing but great things to say about him. Thank you. Now, you all just heard it. Ray Scratch and Itch. And what was that? <laughs> Cheetah lie, lie, scratch a thief. My grandmother always said to me as a little girl, my sweet Mimi, she said, Nikki, if you'll lie, you'll cheat. And if you'll cheat, you'll steal. Now, the voice that y'all just heard, uh, it was Brother Ryan Cameron, who has a morning show in Atlanta, uh, the 103, who, as I've always said from the beginning, that brother deserves that spot because I watched him go from night times to afternoon now to the morning drive. And uh, his co-host is Wanda Smith, who's also been on radio a long time in Atlanta. Yeah, Very proud of his sister. Right. Yes, put in the work. So as we were listening to the show and I heard Wanda speak about coming to our home two years ago to a big party that I had and Kevin Hart was there. Ta-ta. Well, we were trying to figure out what Monique and what Kevin Hart was she talking about. Right, right. Because Wanda Smith has never come to my home where I've had a big party and Kevin Hart was there a couple of years ago. Now, I want to play fair because Wanda Smith did come to my home about 13 years ago when I was living in California. And we gave an event for these sisters from an organization called Crystal Stairs. Beautiful event. It was for all women. And Gerald LaVert came and did a private concert. It was absolutely beautiful. And Wanda just happened to be in L.A. at that time. So we said, come on over and help us, you know, with the event with these sisters. Bam. 
So I want to make sure. Now I'm like, well, at that event, there were no men there except for Gerald Levert. And I know goddamn well Gerald Levert and Kevin Hart. <laughs> they look a little. I'm not going to let you do it. Twins? Nigga. No. Now no. don't do it. Don't now. So it just. <laughs> it, and see, when we heard it, y'all, the funny came out because Robin looked at me and said, well, now shit, I've been with y'all for six years. Six. And I don't ever remember. Singing an email, sending an email out. I don't ever remember opening the door for Wanda. I don't. She says shit. I don't remember the large party. She said, "Bitch, you didn't have me at the party. What's now going I, on? Y'all gonna have a big event, bitch? And I'm the executive assistant, and I was not at this goddamn party. Come on. So, we. I'm saying this to say, why would you pull a lie out of the air? Was that? So, and this is just my assumption, was that so the listeners would believe that you party with these people? And we ain't nothing but people, but it made my mouth drop open like, sister, you know that that's not true. And when you just pull something out the air like that, what else are you saying that may not be of the truth? Now, as we say this, because sometimes people can forget mischaracterized accidentally mm-hmm. and somehow her saying that I came over to their house or uh, to Moni's house uh, a couple of years ago when it was actually 13 somehow she miscommunicated two years from over a decade come on okay and then somehow she could have possibly miscommunicated and thought that Kevin Hart and Gerald LeVert, over the years, because things could get groggy, no. the j- dark-skinned gentlemen, no. they've been known I to won't have let you do it. beards. I and will not they, let they you fa- do they it. They have facial hair. Okay, listen, you want to stop me in my tracks, so be it. Okay? <laughs> so be it. But the thing is, there was another situation prior that made this resonate in a different way. And we wish we had the clip to play it for you, but Monique and I had an opportunity to do their show maybe about, was it two, three years ago? It may have been a couple years, about two years ago. Okay. It wasn't 13. It wasn't 13. It was a couple, two to three. Okay. So. (laughs) (laughs) Not fucking with you. So when we were on there, great dialogue. Uh, Brother Reggie Rouse, charged the station, looked out, gave us the show, turned the music down, saw old school hero Gene Ross back yes. in the day. Ninth grade, old court, she was too bataba, rocking Kano, <laughs> but that, I just went back, I went back, okay, and we were talking to them and the dialogue was wonderful and so forth and it was about the whole black ball thing back in the day, so... The last thing that was said before we got off the air to Monique by Sister Wanda Smith was. Call me. I can help you. You want to set that up? You want to you're just going to leave it like that? Because she said that in reference to the difficulties and challenges that have transpired. See, Daddy, okay, this is why okay. I need my husband, y'all, because... He's taught me patience, and he's taught me not to cuss a bitch out really fast. He's taught me, he say, no, no, no. 
And now I need you to breathe through it because when we did that morning show, I was really, we were really thankful to the brother Reggie and to Ryan Cameron because it's Ryan Cameron's morning show and they truly gave us the show. We were talking with Wanda via phone because she had just lost her grandmother, so she couldn't be in the studio physically. But but be clear, in addition to that, a large part of the reason why you came up, as you were telling me, was based upon your relationship with, with her as well because yes. y'all came up. So give the love that you, you shared with me because I don't, I don't know it like that. I'm, you're right, Daddy. Okay. So when let me, let me rewind it. When they asked us, invited us onto the show— so we could tell our story. We said we appreciate it. We found out that Wanda was not going to be there because of that situation with her grandmother. I said to Sid, I said, yo, you know what? We can reschedule because really I'm going because of Wanda because we do go back, right? So when we get there, we find out that Wanda, Wanda was going to do the phone in because she couldn't be there physically. We said, cool, let's go. When we get there, we're doing the show, and I think we're there, y'all, for about two hours, when I say they literally set, they shut the show down, that's what they did. At the very end of the show, after we got finished explaining what was going on, now nowhere in this explanation did I say, and I need some help. You sure? I didn't say I need some help in English. I didn't say I need some help in Spanish. I didn't say I need some help in Chinese. I didn't ask for help. We simply told the story. At the very end of that show... She says, as we're signing off saying, thank y'all, we appreciate y'all having us on, call me Monique because I can help you. And I think it was something like I need to talk to you because I can help you, as if she was able to give some insight and some comfort, if you will, but more insight to the difficulties and challenges of Hollywood that Monique was happening to help her circumvent all of these situations. Now, I got to tell y'all, when she said that, mm. I had to get a squeeze under the table because I was. it was like, wait a minute, huh? Can I paint a picture? Paint it, Daddy. Oprah Winfrey, color purple, the white man asked her about cleaning the house. She balled her fist up. Mm. Now, it ended up with a fucked up eye later on, <laughs> okay? But this is just to paint the picture. Okay. So... I couldn't wait to call her because I knew what that was. And I knew that was, I'm going to say this at the very end of the show because I want people to think, oh, I'm going to straighten Monique out. I'm going to have a talk with Monique. Okay, if that's how you want to do it publicly, whatever. Well, when we get off the air and I get in the car, y'all know the first person I call is Wanda Smith because, sister, I got to hear this. And when I called her, just like Sister Cheryl Underwood, she was real busy. You know what? I got to go. And I said, hey, baby, I know you're in the midst of handling your situation, but when you get an opportunity, make sure you give me a call. And then, to her credit, she called you the next, wait a minute, did she... I want you to figure it out. Did she? She didn't call you back, did she? Ever. She never called me back. Until the next time you talked to her was the next time we had done the show. Yes. And the next time we did the show, I said, you know what? Because let me explain it the best way I can to y'all. Because some people in the room saying, what's going on? And then somebody said, why is somebody always messing with Monique? I don't think somebody's always messing with me. This is life. This is just life. Right. But what happens is, again, we get these platforms, 
and we want to become bigger for whatever reason than what it really is. So we begin to create these pictures and these stories, and we paint these pictures, and we want people to believe that we're something that we're not. So when Wanda Smith said, I can help you, I knew what that sister was doing in that moment, and she knew I knew what she was doing, because not only did I not ask for your help, and I say this with all humility, with all humility. You didn't need her help. I didn't. That's like me calling Patty LaBelle saying, girl, let me help you out. She would chuckle my ass and send me a pie. Help you out. Like, with your, you, let me help you out with your singing. Right. Like, are you crazy? So, okay. So when we go do the show again, I say to my daddy, I said, listen, I want to have this conversation with her over the air because what happens is we keep having these private conversations and we're not really dealing with the issues of us. And then we play like everything is good. And he said, Mama, this isn't the time, but it will come. And it really could have been the time. It could have been. But. We were just having a conversation with Brother Ryan at that time, too, who we talked about it on a preview on another show. To his credit, he had made a statement in reference to something that was not accurate that, at that time, in which Monique had called him out in reference to it. And then he was like, you know what? Come to think of it, that's real talk. You're right. And for us, we never have an issue if someone says something mistakenly and owns it. It can happen. We can get talking too fast. And all of a sudden, you saw uh, Bill Cosby when he was looking for Little Seymour. Y'all know what I'm talking about now. He was looking for Little Seymour, and he got to talking with his man Steve. And then all of a sudden, shit went from he was going to whoop Little Seymour's ass to his mother was picking cotton when they was real small. And he know you can relate, Mr. Little Seymour, right? Well, okay, if you can't. So, is <laughs> my bad. It's one of those things where I lost my thumb. <laughs> well, it's okay, baby, because I enjoy that goddamn uh, skit every time. But let me just say this. What we know is a lie can become the truth. Mm -hmm. And a lie can become the truth when the person that's being lied upon, they have no way of defending that lie. You just have to sit in it. And when you watch or when you hear this sister pull something out of the air and you say, why would you do that? And then you have to have her answer that question because y'all, what we do know is television, radio, this podcast, these platforms that when people can hear your voice, these platforms is law. It's unfortunate that it's like that, but it is. It's law. And when we consider people, quote, unquote, that's powerful, when they say something, it's law. And when a person or persons have no way of saying that's not true, then they have to oftentimes sit in it and suffer in it. Well, for us, when I hear you lying, when we hear you lying, and, Daddy, what did you say? It's you, when you hear someone lying, <laughs> you have to say, and you're lying on me. I wouldn't do that to you. Kevin Hart, I don't believe, will tell a lie on Wanda Smith. But the thing is, and as we say this, it's for multitudes of reasons. 
it's not just the fact that, that she says something that was untrue. And it's not as if there's this anger or hate towards Wanda because not at I think all. she's beautiful, talented, what she does in the whole nine. But with that being said, you ask yourself, why are you going to say on the radio, this is why we use the term grandstanding, on the radio that I need to talk to you because I think I can help you. But when Monique calls you, because you know that's not the dynamics of your relationship, and humbly, we got to say it with the utmost humility. The name of the first show that she was on was what? Um, that was the Mike, Mike show, Mike Mike Blackman, I think. Then the next one, it was Frank Ski yes. and Wanda Smith show with Wanda. Yes. And the next one is Ryan Cameron. Yes. And Wanda. All of those accomplishments are just that accomplishments. However, have you ever done radio and had a show? Yes. And what was the name of the show? Um, well, the first one I did was in WHUR. What, oh, well, the, we had a show called The Monique Show. Okay. Yeah, we did the radio show called The Monique Show. All I right. was going all the way back, Daddy. I'm talking about in terms of where your final rest place was or the highest place you got. It was a radio show. It was called, the, it was a syndicated afternoon drive radio show. So that, I, I can't see that. Um, so that being the case, um, if you had that show, you've done the Parkers and a whole lot of things. Mm -hmm. These are things that she hasn't been involved in or ever done. So when you hear somebody not who's not done what you've done tell you that they're going to help you do better, mm -hmm. it begins to be a little disturbing. And then when you call that person up in reference to, well, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And then they never call you back. Then you say, what's the purpose of that? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Open Relationship with Monique and Sydney Hicks. Not only, Daddy, do you say what's the purpose of that, and I'm going to tell y'all why I am perplexed. Because just like Lee Daniels that called me in the middle of the night when life seemed to be going a little different and had to share his secrets with me, it's just like I got a call from Wanda Smith. Back in the day when she thought that she may have been being treated unfairly, it was me that she called. So it's one of those things when you have someone tell you that they can help you, but they don't understand the stance that you was taking was to help women in general. Because today we're dealing with a situation where everybody finds the wrong that, and justifiably so, that Cam Newton did when he said to a female sports uh, reporter, it's funny to hear you talk about routes and things of that nature. 
it's funny when I hear women talk about stuff like that to basically say I'm not used to women knowing anything about sports to that degree. So it's funny to hear you say that. Like, he would be insulted if they said, wow, I'm surprised that you're a quarterback because black men are typically not smart enough to be quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's the equivalent of that. So when you have a woman out there that's taking a stand in that same realm because things can trickle down to what you're dealing with with Cam to Monique talking about pay to being alleged to be difficult because you're not willing to do something that you're contractually obligated to do, but then you have a conversation with a person that's experienced the same thing and has relied on you or came to you for a level of, at the very least, an ear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then they're telling you in front of millions of people that they can help you. Like she was a candidate for Ayana fix my fix my life. Come on. And I asked to be on there. And then when it's behind the scenes, there never is a call to take place. It's just for show. So when mm-hmm. we talk about a lie or something that is inaccurate as she displayed the reason why it would mean nothing had the first time not happened. Mm-hmm. It would mean something, but it wouldn't mean as much. Right. So to make it seem like there's more of a relationship where you can honestly say you and Kevin ain't broke bread like, like that, but he's one of them people like folks, you can meet somebody in your life that you just love them. And when y'all see each other, it ain't nothing but love. Y'all just ain't got a chance to sit down and chop it up, but it ain't never happened. Why are we fronting about something so simple as that? And if we'll front about something so simple as that, what else are we fronting about? What else are we grandstanding about? You know, I saw Wanda at the farmer's market, and I saw her husband first. And when I saw her husband, I said, hey, baby, how you doing? And I hadn't, I guess, you know, we hadn't seen each other. So then when she turned around and she saw me because she was a little ways from my husband, she turned around and the first thing she said was, oh, you're not going to speak to my husband? And she had that look on her face, sisters of, oh, you being, you being funny? And I said to her, I said, Wanda, I just spoke to your husband. Why don't you check with him? So I'm not sure what that thing is. And your opinion can be what your opinion is of me. However, what you can't do is just lie. Like, that, you can't just lie. And here recently, it seemed like niggas don't have no problem with just creating. I, I don't think it's recently. I think it's just ongoing. But the unique part is that the, this is the platform that we have and it's used for discussion. And it's one of those things, again... We live in a world where we've been divided. And because we get into a place where there's so many limited spots, but there are things that we feel we need to do to be held in high esteem, that the way in which we depict ourselves is not the way we really live. And you are using more effort to try to pretend to be somebody than use that same effort in being that person and being comfortable if nobody knows. Mm. But you trying to make it so everyone knows. It's the equivalent of us having a conversation and saying to Brother Tyler Perry, who's another cat where there's no malice. See, people, you know, we used to hear people talk 
shady about people and call them names and this, that, and the other. No, we just want to speak to the facts. It's like Brother Tyler. I don't want to make him out to be some sort of bad guy. But what I would pose the question is, if you see him on YouTube and you see him giving Brother T.D. Jakes a million dollars and Brother T.D. Jakes and him uh, are catching the Holy Ghost, if you would give a million dollars so that the world could see you giving it, why wouldn't you follow up with what you said in private to Monique and I and tell the world that she wasn't wrong for not participating in uh, 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 pushing a movie internationally that she wasn't contractually obligated to do? Why would you not do that? I'm going to let the world see me give a million but I'm not going to tell the world that they cheating her and keeping her out because I'm perpetuating or have perpetuated from what I've said, but in my silence, something to not be true that I admitted to, to you guys in private. So we're just having conversations and our motto is we have private conversations publicly. Mm. That's what we do. Because the world in which we live in, you see too many people trying to be something. They want to bash people. This See, it's easy to say some raggedy stuff about a cat when they're not there, but I'm going to see them. So I want to be able to substantiate why I said without trying to be confrontational because the facts are stronger than me calling somebody a this or that or the other. And that's what we we try to do. So the communication is not about not loving Kevin Hart because it ain't nothing but love. That he, he, he's a decent cat that fell into the trap of the power of that vagina because it's powerful now. <laughs> Boom. Green light. Boom. It's powerful. And that's what we spoke about. But to have Wanda speak in reference to uh, that, and it wasn't just Wanda that weekend. We saw Lee Daniels, as we said, on The Breakfast Club and on other sway sway and communicating things that you you just like why why is your story changing why is your story on Don Lemon that she blackballed herself because she didn't thank the producers and she was making unreasonable demands that nobody that everybody knows about but if you notice none of the reporters have asked this poignant question well, what did she do what did she do? And she been on Sway, Breakfast Club, Dunk, Lee. Because this must have been terrible. What, what did she do? Did she kick him off? Did she stab? Did, what, did, <laughs> what did she do? That bitch asked for respect. And when you have a individual that, see, people don't see a lot of the things that she does behind the scenes. Like going out on the road in a comic that nobody knows. They say, would you mind if I did a few minutes? And she said, yeah, come on up. Whereas there's a lot of comics that be like, nigga, don't nobody know you. They ain't come to see you. Let me give you a chance. See, people don't know about when there was a show on called The Parkers and the people in production felt like the uh, background professionals is what Monique calls them. You may have heard of them as being extras. They deserve more than just lemon dipped in water and some cookies because they got there before her and she's lobbying for them to get hot food. People don't know that. See, that's the punk shit that people will try to portray like, oh, that's phony. That's just in front of the camera. She going to do that? No, because 
when you know what it is to be a big black woman, you know what it is to be discriminated against in a lot of different forms and fashions. So when you see somebody else getting taken advantage of, it bothers you. And she's that bitch that Mm. says, it bothers me. And that's why we do this show. Because there's a lot of people that need to be free. Mm. Free of the bullshit. Free of the lies. Free of, I got to make myself sound bigger so these people will be more impressed with me. Not knowing that folks like y'all that are tuning in are more impressed with folks just being open and honest and you might not have a dime in your pocket than being perpetrating like you're the man. Come on. Y'all, we're talking about it today. Why do people grandstand and say things that are not true? Let's go to the lines, Daddy, because they're ringing. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Hi, Auntie and Uncle. It's Isra. Hey, hey. baby. <laughs> I missed y'all when I was in Aruba. We had a wonderful time, but I, I didn't get to call in. Um, and Peaches is here. Hey, Peaches. Hey. 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 Uh-uh, no. <laughs> You're not going to call it like that. Right. You better give us some enthusiasm now. Come yeah. on. <laughs> well, she was always working every time I called. That's why you never heard a voice. That's right. But I wanted to say, you know, I'm, 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 I'm thinking about the fact that if we, if we look at the Bible, I'm just going to go there for a second, and we think of where Jesus said, you know, um, they hated me, so they're going to hate you too. You know, because he was, he was... He was real. You know, auntie and uncle, you have been real from day one. I mean, I, I, I can sit up here and tell you how many celebrities who were just regular people in the beginning, as soon as they became widely known and, you know, famous, they changed and became plastic, tinsel, you know, and it's just you've never, ever done that. What you see is what you get. This is it. You're as transparent as glass. And... I think that a lot of these women, Kim Whitley, Cheryl Underwood, Wanda Smith, Winfrey, I think they all are just jealous of the fact that you two have the courage that so many don't. That's why they would come to you way back in the day and ask you for help because they knew that you had the courage to stand on your own two feet and do what they were afraid their um, um, career couldn't handle. But that was never an issue with, with, with either of you. Whether or not your, your career could handle it or not, you still got a family. You still have each other. You know, there's always work at the post office. Fuck that. I mean, we're going to get real about it. <laughs> real shit. You know, real shit. You know this, is, this is a job. This is what it is. It is a job. You know, and if you can't do this one, you can do something else. You got plenty of skills. You know, you, you are still a fierce stand-up comedian. Still. Mm-hmm. And Sydney is still, well, uncle is still an incredible manager. Incredible. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter whether or not you're on the big screen or not, but these people have low self-esteem, which is what a pathological liar has. Low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. In and out of relationships because they can't help but lie and make up bold-faced lies. I mean, lies that are so transparent you can see it's a lie. You know, everyone and their mother, Stevie Wonder, Ray, dead Ray Charles can see it's a lie. You know, I mean, it, it, just, it just doesn't make sense. But you have to understand, if we understood why they do what they do, we'd be as crazy as they are. Come on. Come okay? on. Okay? So you can never try to understand why someone who does something stupid, because only stupid understand stupid. Okay? We don't want to understand. 
And I'm and I'm not one of them folks who will, will just pray for them. Oh, fuck over that praying for them. Pray for your damn self. <laughs> Even Jesus Christ cursed the tree that was supposed to bear fruit. He didn't pray for it. He cursed it. Is okay? he? Even Jesus. Yeah. I'm sorry, Auntie. Go ahead, Auntie. <laughs> Baby, listen. Mm-hmm. We ain't going to let them get your pressure up. Don't get it up. Because, no, don't do it. Because I start hearing because that passion come out of my I baby. I have blood pressure. I'm supposed to have all the salt I want and get as loud as I can because my pressure is low all the time. And, and, and that, and that <laughs> may be why. Because you let it up. But look, here's but what's beautiful. You the people in the room, the people in the room say, it wouldn't be the same without you. It wouldn't be the same without you. <laughs> they love and hear your voice. We love you, baby. We love you guys so much. Okay, babies. All right, baby. Bye-bye. Oh, baby. See, that, but you know, I think, too, when you read some of the comments that people are saying, and they're saying, Mo and Sid, they're just afraid. They're just afraid. They're just afraid. And it makes you say, y'all, what are we afraid of? And part of what she was just saying, Israel was just saying, too, in reference, not wanting to understand them, that's the part Though you, it's tough that if you want to have some sanity behind it and not take things personally, you try to understand that folks do things for their own personal reason. And sometimes folks do things that absolutely don't make sense. Mm. But if you stay composed and address it, it makes you feel a lot better than, than if you don't stay composed and now you got to make your one phone call. From prison. Come and see, they give you one. They give you one. And, you know, it allow you to think about it. We talking about it, babies. Let's go to the line. Hey, you on with Monique and Cindy. Who's this and where you're calling from? Monique and Cindy. This is Angie, and I'm calling from Georgia. And I wanted to call and chime in. Hey, Let's Angie from all, Georgia. I love you guys. We love, we love you, you baby. Back. Um, I was calling because I am taken aback. Because I literally was listening to the morning show that day that he made the comment. And because she said it with such, um, just, she was very, very um, dedicated to what she was saying. And there was a lot of conviction, like, mm-hmm. this is really what happened. Mm-hmm. That made me really feel like, well, she must be telling the truth. You know, she said that she was there, she was at the house. You know, everybody was there. I remember this. Like, and it just really gets me that you're saying, hey, this didn't happen. I don't know if she misspoke or uh, she got the dates mixed up. Or and for that case, maybe I was at the party. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I am too through right now because I'm like, if you, because I'm going to tell you guys, y'all don't have to say it. It was very nice of you to say that she could have misspoke or maybe she, um, you know, uh, was thinking about some other time 13 years prior. But I'm going to say how I really feel, and I feel that it was deliberate. And I think it was a situation where she said what she said and decided, I'm going to throw this little tidbit in because I want to validate what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, unfortunately, grandstanders, like to validate their lies. They want you to listen to what they're saying and just not question it and say, okay, everything she's saying is true because guess what? This one, this one, this one, and this one was there. And, of course, you're not in the room. You can't tell us, oh, that's not what happened. 
Mm-hmm. These people are on the radio, so we have to take what they're saying as to be true mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes. Yes, and I am. think that's so wrong. And other thing I want you guys to keep in mind, and this is for anybody who is watching right now, is that she has been there through three shows. Um, Mike Roberts' morning show, mm-hmm. Frank Ski morning show, mm-hmm. and Ryan's morning show. And my thing is, if you have had all these shows that went to wherever they went to, but they kept bringing you back, was it really just based on the fact that you were just that good as a co-host? Or is it a situation where you might have been like saying anything under the sun to make sure that you could stay on the radio? And that might mean salting up some of the people that you were actually there on the show with. Like, it makes you question everything that a person does once you realize that they will lie about something that is not lie-worthy. You weren't lying to save your life. You weren't lying. Somebody didn't come to your door and look for your child and say, are they in the house? And then you said, no, they're not in the house. It mm-hmm. wasn't one of those situations. You lied about something that they, you shouldn't even lie about. There it is, baby. We appreciate your call. Thank you, Ange. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, sis. Love you, baby. I don't want to speculate about what and how she got it because I'm just assuming what you shared with me that you shared with her, that she's talented, the city loves her, and that's why she'll be able to hang in there. Mm-hmm. It's like, but our position is let them love you, not someone who they believe you are. Come on. We're talking about it, baby. Do you grandstand and say things that you know are not true? Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? This is Jason calling from Florida. How you doing? Hey, baby. We're wonderful. I just wanted to, I wanted to know how uh, you, Monique, and uh, Sydney navigate. Uh, how do I put this? Navigate when you're entering a space where all you have to do is tell the truth. Not everybody wants to tell the truth, and I'll tell you my own experience. Because I always come to corporate situations where I say, okay, now, if you're going to invite me to this meeting, we're going to tell the truth. So everything we're talking about now, not in front of people, we're going to talk about in front of people because I don't talk behind people's back. Mm -hmm. Then I get disinvited from meetings or meetings get canceled, (laughs) and and every other thing happens. So it's, it's, a, it's a line that's kind of hard to not cross because at the same time you want to be at the table, but then you see if you come to the table with your integrity, sometimes you can get shoved to the side. And I want to know how do you two navigate, uh, I would think, having that same perspective where you want to be at the table, but you're going to come to the table with integrity. Yes. You want me? You go first. You know, the only way that we know how to do it, baby, is with integrity. Mm-hmm. That's the only way we know how to do it. And I remember when, when Sid and I first uh, teamed up, and, and for a long time, baby, he would not take the title manager. for it, it took us years. But when we actually teamed up, and he would say, Mama, if they show us who they are in the beginning, that's who they are. And we have to pay attention to that because, yeah, you want to be at the table. But how do you feel sitting at the table that you know the person sitting across from you is lying? You know that. My, my, my heart couldn't withstand that. 
So when you say, you know, what do you do because you want to be at the table? Well, how do you feel when you walk away from the table is the question. And we kind of look at ourselves as walking Amelia Bedelia books. Yes. Before Amelia puts on a stitch of clothes, she's Amelia Bedelia. And the only thing that changes is her surroundings. But Amelia Bedelia stays the same. And if before you put on a stitch of clothes, if you were a person that believed in honor, integrity, decency, <clears throat> and you believe in those things, that comes to you from a level of observation because you realize that the converse of those things are dead-end gestures. So when you're in a position that you're you know you're going to run into those types of individuals that are going to object and oppose to playing it straight. The only thing you can do is play it straight and be kicked away from that table because that's not really a table you want to sit at anyway. Mm -hmm. And the people that embrace you and will allow you to sit and eat with them because you bask in integrity are the people that you would want to break bread with for eternity. So it's one of those things where the people tell you, what you should do, and you tell yourself, does that jive with who you are? And then you make your decision. Because if we make our decision solely based on desserts, your ass will end up with a lot of cavities. <laughs> and people are out here offering them a lot of desserts. Come on. But you got to do it dirty. Sometimes we got to eat clean and eat at a table where it doesn't seem as fancy. Mm. But that, that, that chicken breast, those greens, that fish... Nothing, don't seem fancy, but boy, is it good for you. Come on. So you keep being the way that you are. That's why we keep joining up right here because people who have like minds have a tendency of coming together, and we just spend in a few moments so we can stay sharp till we come together again. Well, I, I really do appreciate those words. Um, I mean, I, I watch uh, your workout videos in the morning. This is my first time watching a podcast on Periscope, and this it just completely spoke to me because I feel like when you are black and you're the only person of color at a table, you want to be there to bring to bring your perspective to a table. But sometimes it's hard to choose between integrity and contribution, and so I find myself just staying in, in the space of integrity, but that can get lonely at times. It, it definitely can, but I appreciate you all, you know, keeping my head strong. We love you, baby. Absolutely. Thank you for calling. We're talking about it, y'all. Why do some people grandstand and say things that are not true? And if you are that person, it's never too late to change it. It's never too late to say, you know what, I lied about that. And let me tell you why I lied about it and really deal with it because that's the only way we get better. That is, I don't want to assume how nobody feels about me. I, I don't, I don't want to assume that. I see the comments y'all putting in the room and, you know, they, they're this and that. I don't want to assume any of that. And I don't want to change anybody's opinion of me. You think what you think about me and Sydney, about me, about Sydney, it's your opinion. However, when you know that someone is not telling the truth and you are involved in it, even if you're not involved in it, and you know they're not telling the truth. Hey, you know you're not telling the truth. Because not telling the truth could cost somebody their life. Not telling the truth can cost somebody their livelihood. 
Not telling the truth can cost somebody a relationship. And if you are that person, if you are that person, make a decision to say, let me be honest going forward because I don't know what tomorrow holds for me. And I always say, I don't want to get caught out there in some bullshit and it's my last moment. And that's your last moment. So that's why we keep reiterating the same thing. Tyler Perry, come Come out. out. (laughs) Come on out, bruh. Come on out, dog. Come on out. Because you better. You better. If you out there, like I said, one more time now. Million dollar, write a check now. That's big time. I seen T.D. Jakes, Electric Poppin'. Uh-uh. I seen him doing it. I seen him. He was shocked. I was like, wait a minute. Listen. Did you say he was Electric Poppin'? He was doing I'm it. I'm not fucking with he you on that He was doing one. it that Tyler had the power. And I'm just like, if you got the power to write a check and show the world that you're doing that, give a black woman some respect and tell her the truth to the world in the same way and the role that was played. And I promise you, People can appreciate that a lot better than being quiet because we live in a world where we mad at the president because we say he a racist. He going to call the white nationalists. There's some good people in the Ku Klux Klansmans. <laughs> There's some good people <laughs> over on that Ku Klux Klansmans. There was some Ku Klux Klansmans that there's some good people over that side, but the black folks that are kneeling, them, them football players, they're no good sons of bitches, okay? That's what he said. And the world is up in arms, and they'll say how racist that this man is for saying this and how oppressive the ways that he have are, but not look at themselves and say how oppressive is it to know that a woman or an individual did not do something as it pertains to Monique. And you've admitted to us that it was wrong, but you're not going to say nothing to the world about that, but you're going to show the world your generosity for for God, but not show them the respect that you have for your God. Mm. Because I don't think that there's something that's in the Bible, by me not being an avid reader, I don't know it. But when you see wrong, don't say nothing. Let it slide. Mm. What when, kind of when, person? When you see you? wrong... Let it go on as if it's wrong. Is there something, is there Proverbs that's like that somewhere? It's in Proverbs. Oh, okay. And it's Proverbs one-fifth. And it say, when you see wrong shit, you must address the shit that you see wrong. That's it. Well, Proverbs one-fifth. Okay, then. Yeah. Well, there it is. One-fifth. Yeah. Proverbs one-fifth. Now, what y'all can't see is Robin's befuddled <laughs> look <laughs> off of that. Okay. She's befuddled. She thought it was an Ecclesiastics herself. Okay. Right. It's in Proverbs 1 5. My bad. Listen. So, when we read the comments in the room, and we, we appreciate y'all with the comments and, and going back and forth and all of that, and some of y'all are saying they won't say nothing because they know they're wrong. They won't come out. They won't speak on it. And what happens in my humble opinion is, and this is just my humble opinion, I don't, because I can't take it personal. I ain't the only one. How do you sleep at night? 
How do you look at yourself in the mirror when you know? I'm going to give you an example of one time I did something. And it fucked with me in the moment, and I had to speak on it right then, okay? So we was playing sorry, right? And I was losing really bad. And none of my men could get out of home. So when nobody was looking, I had switched the two and put the two on top so that when I plucked, I would pluck and hit the two. Well, right after I did it and I came out, I said, y'all, I cheated. I put the two there because it fucked with me. Like, like I can't, it just doesn't feel right, right? So when you know that you're lying, and again, I can't say it enough. When you have these type of platforms and you have people that's in the room right now saying, hey, Mo, we calling, we, we're watching from the U.K. How do we call in? We're watching from this place and that place. Your words are powerful because you have some people that they look forward to hearing you every morning or every afternoon or whenever you come on. And they hold on to what you say. And it does bother me. It does bother me when you go out of your way and you lie to us. And when I say us, I say us as people. It bothers me when we don't give each other our best. It bothers me when we know that someone is being mistreated and we stand back and put our hands up and say, I ain't got shit to do with it. That ain't my problem. It bothers me. So the reason why we keep bringing it to the forefront, and as my daddy says, we ain't calling nobody out. We're calling folks up to say, let's make it better, y'all. And how many times have you seen individuals that said nothing when you were taking it to the head, but the moment they took it, they were calling you for help to complain. I can't believe they did this to me, but you will succumb to what you support if what you support Mm. is wrong. Because the same tactics that people will impose on others are the same tactics that they will impose on you. And it doesn't mean that the people who tell lies are these terrible people. Oftentimes, what is terrible about them is the level of insecurity that exists inside of them to make them feel as if they've got to be bigger than they actually are. Because sometimes when people understand that they're big enough, to get their shine, but small enough so that everybody else can get their shine too. Sometimes they can live with that, and sometimes that gets really disappointing because there's some people who want it all. They want it all. Kind of like when you came in to the room and my Pepperidge Farm Wait cookies were sitting there, there was three of them left. Why? We, why? Why are we you going down there? You didn't leave me one. You didn't leave me two. But what you won't speak about. You left me nothing. That's not true. Except the raisins that was left from the oatmeal cookies on my But you never phone. speak on what I left you. You speak on what I took. Now, how you going to win with that? But you don't speak on what I left you. I left you the raisins. The reason why you really like the cookies is because of the raisins. You didn't really like them because of the oatmeal part. You fuck with the raisins. So I think I did you a solid and I fucked up the oatmeal part and let you have them raisins. Now, this is what happens as we sitting here talking about truth, okay? Now, was that true that she's saying? Yeah! You know, no goddamn! Yeah! No goddamn! Yeah! You left the raisins because they was just going to taste delicious for me. That's why you left them on the phone, I- out on the table. Okay, let me tell y'all why I left the raisins. I left the raisins because I didn't fucking like those raisins. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but- and see how easy that was? 
I can accept the truth, but then don't sit up there and tell me that you left them because you know I love the raisins and shit. That's that bullshit. See, that's why we got to have empathy for folks because sometimes motherfuckers are lie. Okay. <laughs> and for no goddamn reason. That's the problem. What to say? Right. She being honest now. And that's how we gotta keep it because that's that's my baby. Now I'ma tell yes. Yeah. No, I just said that's my baby. She gonna come back to it. You just gotta tell us, like, wait a minute, I see you. Right, I'm gonna tell you. Monique, I see you over there. What you doing? What do nothing. we have? I don't need a banking. I don't need a banking. I didn't even say nothing anyway. I, I know, I don't need no banking. We know the shit I do is the shit I do. And I tell y'all. Now you hear this about, pimp shit. <laughs> this is pimping at its finest. Okay. The shit I do. Okay. Okay. I don't for real because I had to change my pants today. Just to let y'all know I ain't no pimp. Right. I got these pants that look like a curtain cover. I really like them. But kind of tight. They got me right. So when Sid came in the closet, he said, <laughs> Almost like, oh, so you can right go to work. Like you going to work. <laughs> so I had to take them off. Okay, see, I know I do the shit I do, Daddy. But then you know I own it. I own it. But it wasn't just the pants though, the shoes. But it, it was just like, what are you doing now? We go shit is like that. We tricking now. What's going on on the, in the streets? San Francisco. I wasn't trying to trick y'all. Okay. But the pants, no. they like skinny jean pants, right? So they had me around my ankle, and they had these little diamonds in the pants. So when I put on my high wedges, it looked like I could be selling something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, okay, I just want to say this too, Daddy, because say I know it. time is running. Really appreciated the fact that uh, Ryan Cameron promoted our show on his show. Yes. And they played the clip. But this is how we really, in my humble opinion, deal with the community and build up our community. Will y'all play this clip? Will, will, will this clip be played so that, because we don't want people to say, as the caller said, well, can I believe anything she say? No, because again, she's, a, I believe, a beautiful sister. Don't want to say nothing crazy. But will we deal with this openly, honestly, and publicly? Because what people don't realize oftentimes, they'll say things publicly, but then they'll wish you dealt with them privately. And this conversation, though we're not in the bashing game, this is the way in which we operate in private. And this sometimes is way too strong for the people in which we deal with because honesty is one of these things that take people aback. And there's this disinterest in treating people fairly because the, of the insecurity that you have with someone being equal to you. Mm. How crazy is that? But if you are in an environment where everybody is being treated fairly, you know what I mean? Where, you know, I, I go back to it all the time. We feel comfortable listening to, and Cam Newton right now is going through it. And justifiably so, but we hear about all of what Cam Newton should do, but people ain't talking the same way about a president who calls white nationalists good people too and say that the other side was part of the problem and then forgets that when he's having a, a problem with Kim Jong-un 
and I may have said his name wrong, uh, one in charge of North Korea. Kim Jong. Yeah. Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. When he says Rocket Man, well, he's not a practicer of good relationships. Mm. So would he not be a part of the problem as well? But we don't consider that. So when we start considering what we do as it pertains to how uh, others are around us and us wanting to give what we want to receive, watch how things just kind of change. Just that simple. Just that that simple. simple. Treat people in the way in which you want to be treated. Mom. Hey, Daddy. It's that time again. Listen, y'all. We want to thank y'all. Because, again, as we always say, y'all could have been doing anything else. But y'all decided y'all want to give us your ears, your hearts, and your mind. And we hope you took something from it. Because, like my daddy always says, the mind is like a parachute. It is no good unless it's open. We love y'all. For free. Mwah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.